Hi, folks. Hello, Tiffany. Hello, Jessica. Yay. Excited to see you guys and whoever else may be joining us for tonight. So, Maggie, welcome. Yay. So nice to see folks. Settle in. Carly is joining. Yay. Love Carly. Hello. So glad to see you all. Um, we are going to start in just a couple minutes. We're going to see who else is able to join us live tonight. And I'm excited to teach EFT to the group. Now, I know at least Carly has done EFT because she was in my Secretly Ambitious course. But who else, if just drop, if you like, yes or no, in the chat room, any of your experience with EFT? Because that's how we're going to be addressing imposter syndrome tonight. So are you new to EFT? Have you ever done it? Would love to kind of find out where we are tonight as a group around it. Very new, says Jessica. Yay. Well, I hope it is your brand new favorite tool. Um, EFT was something that I was extremely resistant to for a very long time because honestly, it seems dumb as hell. (laughs) You are saying things and my boyfriend calls it my face hitting. (laughs) So, and I was like, well, this is definitely not a thing that is going to work for me. How could this possibly change things? Um, and once I opened my, my mind to it a little bit, and this is also very much in the days when I was convinced that everything was done intellectually, that if I understood a skill or a concept in my mind, then I could like brute force apply it to the rest of my life. And as I became certified, um, I, I mentioned last night I was certified by an organization called New Ventures West, and they certify you in what's called integral coaching, which is basically like whole body holistic coaching, which I knew about generally, but I was like, yeah, yeah, body, whatever. But that really opened my eyes to the power of somatics and connecting with our body and stuff like that. And so once I was a little bit more in that world, things like EFT made more sense to me. And we'll explain what EFT is tonight. Um... Yeah, it should be fun. Um, You guys can stay on camera, off camera, whatever you want. I'm going to go ahead and pin myself or spotlight for everyone. Um, And also, I just want to let you know it. um, What we'll be doing tonight is like a little bit silly. The way I teach EFT, and I'll explain this all when we bring up the slides and I give folks just a couple more minutes to join live. The way I teach EFT um, focuses on something called pattern interrupts. So I'm using distracting elements to break a chain of thinking in your mind. And the way that I've learned it through the courses and training that I've taken is to do that with very silly stories and music. (laughs) And so there's a method to the madness, but I always just like to preface that for people. Um, I will be asking you to move your body tonight, ideally get up and dance or kind of like shake around. Um, But that might not feel okay for your body. And that's perfectly fine. You can move around in your chair, um, do whatever feels good for your body tonight. If you're able and it feels okay in your body, I strongly encourage you to get up and move because it really does help. Um, So if you feel a little silly or self-conscious doing that, you can absolutely be off camera. Um, So just want to preface all of that because when we're here talking about leadership (laughs) and the workplace, it can be like, okay, you're going to help me clear imposter syndrome and leadership by telling me a story about an octopus and then making me dance to Hall and Oates after I've tapped on my face. And I'm here to say yes. <laughs> there, So allow some playful elements in and yeah, just be open to it. Okay. So good to see other folks joining. Welcome, Julie, Holly, Jennifer. Yay. Anybody else? Um, so we're going to go ahead and get started. And um Of course, I I say this every time. I will repeat some elements from last night, just in case anybody is new. You can be totally off camera. This is your comfort and the way you feel um, about interacting tonight is my first priority. So I I often encourage you to share prompts in the chat room um, or experiences, but you definitely don't have to, only if it feels good. 
Um, and what else? Yeah. Just make yourself comfortable. Let's have fun tonight. I love EFT. I love teaching it. And I'm excited for you guys to experience it. Okay. Let me go ahead and share my screen. And we will get going to experience clearing EFT, uh, clearing imposter syndrome, excuse me, through EFT. Present. There we go. Okay. So let me get everything set up. I'd like to see your faces if I can. This, anybody's on camera. It's just nice for me. Okay. So welcome to day two of the Highly Sensitive Person Leadership Summit. I am so excited. I have had lots of people um, watch the replay from yesterday and connect. And I know that many of you were there last night for nervous system stuff. So just really grateful for you guys for being here and hopefully learning some useful tactics that you can take into the workplace, whether you sign up for HLA or not. Um, my goal with these workshops is to provide value and have you you know, be able to use it immediately wherever you are in your life. And tonight, so yesterday we did the nervous system of a leader and tonight we are doing overcoming imposter syndrome. And this is where we're going to be using emotional freedom technique uh, called EFT tapping often for a short. Okay. So I'd love, you know, many of you shared where you're coming from last night. So you don't need to share if you're doing it again. Um, but I'd love to know if you're new, where you're visiting from, if you feel okay to drop that in the chat room. I am about an hour west of Washington, D.C. in Virginia in a little town of 100 people called Hillsboro. It's near Leesburg, Virginia, if anybody knows it. And um, yeah, so where are you coming from? And when do you feel imposter syndrome most frequently? Also, bonus question, is imposter syndrome T-O-R or T-E-R? Do not know. <laughs> Could not find a definitive answer. But yeah, take a second to reflect. Where do you feel imposter syndrome? When when do you feel it? Right? Is it around promotions, public speaking? Maybe you just feel it currently. Yeah. Tiffany says, I feel it when people I think are smarter than me. Yeah. That can be intimidating. Yeah. Maggie from Richmond, of course, I feel this crops up during public speaking. Yes. I, I had that a lot in my last job. I had some public speaking opportunities and I kept thinking over and over again, I couldn't possibly have things to share that people needed to know and I couldn't communicate it well enough. Julie says, really technical topics at work. Yeah. Carly says, starting my coaching business and thinking, I don't know enough to help anyone. Definitely. I felt a massive amount of imposter syndrome when I started my coaching business and I still feel it um, to this day, you know, launching new programs like HLA, uh, other offerings. Um, yeah. So it's very common. Jessica says, I feel imposter syndrome when I have to make a big work decision. Yes. Right. Like when a big decision is riding on your shoulders, Whew, it's like, I'm the one who has to figure this out. Uh, this is like not at all related to leadership or work, but I have felt so much imposter syndrome around owning a home and making the decisions for like upgrades or working with contractors. Like that's kind of where I'm experiencing it a lot in my life right now too. So yeah, just know, you know, it's such a normal thing. And I know you all know that, but like, I hope by seeing this reflected in the chat room, you're, you're like, oh, okay you know, these other, these other people seem cool. <laughs> they experience it too. So maybe it's just a normal thing. Jennifer says, I feel it when speaking up, especially if my thought opinion is different than the pack, definitely. Or when I've hyper-focused and done all the research and I know they're wrong, but I would have to speak up. And yes, Jennifer, that is such a good one. I feel that too. Yeah. And, um, using your voice is so connected to imposter syndrome. In, in HLA, we're going to have a lesson on what I call voice activation, which is using your body uh, to better express your voice. I know that we know our voice is part of our body, <laughs> but we don't sometimes connect it. I think again, we're like, if only I knew more, then I would feel comfortable speaking up. And I'm going to teach a body first way of opening, um, and using your voice there. Cause it's important. Tiffany says, I'm claiming my multiracial identity. It's been scary. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. There are so many topics in the world right now where you can fear judgment when you can wonder, you know, who am I to do this? Do I have the expertise? I'm just a person, right? I think that all the time, like I am just, 
I'm going to be 44 in January, but like, honestly, I sometimes feel like I'm 17 still like who am I guess I'm an adult and I am okay to make these decisions, but it often doesn't feel that way. Thank you for sharing anybody who did. It was really appreciated. So this is just a recap of things I said last night, but in case anybody's new, um, yesterday we did the nervous system of a leader. The replay is up. It's on the same um, page as you registered for HSP, uh, the the leadership summit. And um, hopefully you got that in the email today. Tonight we're doing overcoming imposter syndrome and tomorrow we'll be doing exercises around building the identity of leader. Again, you don't have to be on camera. You'll get lifetime replays. So if you have to bump at any second, don't worry, you can catch it later. And you can tag me at Catherine Andrews. I, you know, I often let see other people being like, you know, tag me and sharing stories. And I always offer that option. I've honestly never once done that myself personally, but if you're an Instagram person, I'd love for you to share if that feels good. Okay. And just a little bit of the details about the HLA, the Highly Sensitive Person Leadership Academy. I know many of you have enrolled. I'm so excited to welcome you. And I'll be sending out um, hello notes to you later this week. But just until tonight, if you enroll in HLA, you get a bonus call with me. So it's a one-on-one leadership call. We can use it for anything you like. Um, We can use it for custom EFT, custom leadership, tarot readings, or just spot coaching on leadership things if you need that. Um, and that expires tonight at midnight. So it's just kind of a last call reminder about that. And your $250 discount is HLA Early Bird, which expires on the 17th. You can book a discovery call with me at katherinedandrews.com slash HLA. If you're finding yourself that you need some more information, you need my take or opinion, or are you a good fit? Do you need some clarity on the pricing tiers? Anything like that. And um, there was one other thing I was going to say. Just pooped right out of my head. <laughs> so hopefully it'll come back. Um, but if there are any questions, basically email me, DM me, whatever. I'm available on all the platforms. Would love to answer your questions about that. Oh, I meant to say, I had this question earlier today. Um, when the early bird discount expires on September 17th, it will still be open to the public at full price until October 1st. But then October 1st, enrollment does close for HLA. My plan is to open it um, in May, June, or July of 2024 for enrollment again. Okay, I know you guys met me last night, but here's a little bit about me, just in case you're new. (laughs) So I have corporate leadership experience, mostly in the Washington, D.C. area, and I've been coaching for four years now in my business, and it's definitely the best job I've ever had, Um, though I learned a lot of wonderful lessons in the corporate world as well. And I think there's such a space for people in leadership. And I, I encourage you, I think what I'm discovering as I talk a lot about HLA is that people um are struggling to make the gap considering themselves a leader or a potential leader. Um, I had a woman who's a uh, film director email me and be like, would I be a fit for this? I'm a film director. And I'm like, absolutely. Leadership is needed in the film industry, in the cre- in creative fields. If you're an elementary school teacher, you're a leader, right? If you are um, a member of your community, if you're on a local volunteer uh, board or organization, leadership skills are, are needed in all of these spaces. So please give yourself the permission um, and the possibility to see yourself as a leader. I hope that helps. So what I'd love to know, and if you feel okay dropping it in the chat room, is just how do you define imposter syndrome? We use the word a lot and I don't, it always helps to set intentions and like get clear around like, what are we actually talking about? So how do you define imposter syndrome? What is it to you? And how is it affecting your leadership, right? So take a second to drop that in the chat room if that feels okay. And there's no right or wrong answer. I'm not like the actual definition is. But I know feeling like a fraud can come up frequently for folks. You may not put yourself up for promotion or leadership opportunities. You may not speak up when you know you want to. Yeah. Maggie says, for me, it feels like I don't deserve it. I think this is old beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Jason says, I define it as a feeling of fake it until you make it, but not being sure if you'll actually make it. I love that. 
Yep. Tiffany says imposter syndrome is feeling like I don't belong or I'm not smart enough. I haven't earned it. Absolutely. Right. It's kind of like only somebody outside of me can deem me the thing, right? There's so much, we have such um, a culture of hierarchy and permission. We need another certificate to claim this thing, or we need to be able to take um, another course in order to be deemed X, Y, Z. And I'm all for certification and due diligence and, and learning, but sometimes it can get a little bit out of control, right? Um, Tiffany says everyone, it feels like everyone knows the secret to success, but me and that secret is about to bite me in the butt. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, you know, we're not going to get into where imposter syndrome comes from tonight, but a couple things I'll say about imposter syndrome is, um, a lot of it is put on us by design. Um, we work in, we all know by now, I hope we know that we are working under, uh, systems that are patriarchal, white supremacist, based in capitalism. And if you're uh, a marginalized population, if you're a person of color, if you're a woman, like you can feel, it is true. Like, you, I don't think you're, you're an imposter, but it would be very normal that you might feel imposter syndrome because there's so much conditioning and exclusion, whether it's, um, whether it's explicit or implicit or subtle too. So we just need to name that as well. Um, so so many times we're making us the problem, like, oh, I have imposter syndrome. Why can't I just get over my imposter syndrome? Like I need to work on my imposter syndrome. And I do want us to have more self-belief, but we also have to acknowledge the systems around us and how they've impacted us as well, you know, and made us feel small. Um, a lot of the times, you know, most of the stuff can come from childhood experiences. Um, friends or bullies telling you you're a fraud, a teacher or mentor, perhaps telling you you're not good enough. I was rejected from choir. That was, that was hard, you know, and those sorts of things can really sting, especially if you're a highly sensitive person, you carry that childhood stuff with you and those beliefs and it can make you scared to try again. Right. Jessica says, when I feel like I'm not qualified to be doing whatever I'm doing. Right. And so when we think about leadership, right, we don't want to be delusional about our qualifications. I'm all for rigor and training and, you know, and making sure that that we're up to par on our skills and everything. But so much of what we're doing is waiting for somebody else to tell us that we're good enough, right? And in many cases, it's not going to come. We're never going to get that permission externally. Nobody was ever going to tell me. I did get certified in a life coaching program, which is a beautiful program, and I'm so glad I did it. But nobody else was going to be like, here's the permission slip. Now you can start your own business, right? That was something I had to decide to give myself permission to do. So, so what I want us to know tonight, and I've talked about this multiple times, is I just don't think imposter syndrome is something we can think our way out of. It's deep. Um, it's rooted in childhood experiences or patriarchal conditioning that's so deep that we're all swimming in it. Um and I do think we feel it in our bodies, right? It's the lump in your throat when you're trying to speak up. It's the pit in your stomach when you want to raise your hand for a leadership position or opportunity, but wonder what will they think of me? It's the shrinking in your shoulders when you're trying to avoid judgment or being looked at, right? And so how we can begin to move it and clear the energy of imposter syndrome is, is through our bodies, which is where we're feeling the imposter syndrome too. So tonight we'll be using EFT just to get a starter. We'll probably do, oh, maybe 30 minutes of EFT, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. Um, and for anybody who's a total newbie to EFT, here's a basic instruction. So you are tapping on acupuncture points on your and I do it a little bit differently, but I'll talk about that on your face often on your torso, sometimes on your hand, on your head. So it's acupressure and acupuncture points on your upper body generally. And you're using your fingertips to do so. And these are on specific meridian points, just like in acupuncture. If anybody's ever gotten acupuncture, you are kind of clearing the energy system. You're also doing this while you're talking um, through some of the emotions that you're feeling. And studies show, as it says here, that by stimulating these parts of your body, you can drastically reduce or eliminate distress, right? Which is great. And if you eliminate distress about a thing, 
it's not necessarily a problem anymore. <laughs> and that's pretty magical. So EFT, let me move my thing so I can read this. Just, you know, sometimes I was very skeptical about EFT. Um, and I just wanted to let you know that there's a ton of um, evidence-backed research about EFT. It's been used in a lot of situations for war veterans with PTSD and anxiety. Um, people, patients with pain, chronic pain patients, um, people with anxiety, um, gifted students. <laughs> I love that, like, I don't know, raise your hand if you were like in the gifted and talented program in elementary school and it kind of messed you up for life. That might be a, a very niche <laughs> thing. But um, yeah, people with phobias, people struggling with chemotherapy, right? And it's, so it's an evidence-based practice. It does seem wild that doing tapping like this while talking about your emotions out loud could meaningfully shift things, but it, it has very much. For me, EFT is one of my favorite tools. So I hope you um, find it useful tonight too. So let me explain a little bit about how I do EFT. And if you are, um, if you joined a little late, I'll re-explain this. I do it in a little bit of a play-based way, which can feel a little silly and cheesy. And um, there will be times when I ask you to get up and move your body and dance a little bit. Um, I tell some silly animal stories and I'll explain why. Um, I may ask you to do a drawing or write down a word. So make sure you just have a pen and paper handy that you could use. And the reason I do all of this, actually, let me go back. I'll tell you why I do this in a second, but let's move here. So when we're doing EFT, I like to ask the people I'm doing EFT with um, to give me specific sentences because I incorporate your own natural language into the scripts. We're going to do a bit of call and response EFT, which means that for some of the EFT I do, you'll just be listening to me tell a story. But in some of the EFT, you'll be saying things repeated after me, which is why you just want to make sure you're muted and you can be on camera, off camera, whatever. Um, and I find it's better when I'm using your words. So tonight, if you could drop in the chat room, anything that comes up, what are your thoughts? I'm so dumb. I can't believe that they expect me to do this. Um, everybody thinks I'm a fraud. Why can't I just be more confident? So drop in any thoughts you have when you experience imposter syndrome. And then take a second. How does it feel in your body? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel um, mucky, slow? Does, do you feel a shrinking, right? Yeah. Thank you. So keep, I'm going to stop the share for a second so I can um, cut and paste some of your chats into my little EFT script that I have here. Oh, where did the chat go? I'm going to be found out. Yes. Okay. And just don't mind me. I'm going to take a second to cut and paste and write them down. So I'm going to be a little quiet for a second. Great work. Thank you for sharing all of this. I haven't earned it. Someone else can say this better. Scary. Too complicated. I, I get that one a lot. Like I get easily overwhelmed. So I'm always like, oh, I just kind of shut down. Someone is going to find out I'm not smart enough. Okay. I'm too shy and introverted to be a leader. I'm not smart enough. Leadership is not for me. Yeah. I should know this. I should have it figured out. These people around me are so much smarter than me. They're going to negatively judge my contributions. 
Yeah. So there's like kind of twofold. It's as good for my script to help us tonight. But I just want to normalize that like everybody here is having these thoughts all the time. I have these thoughts. I guarantee you like Nobel Prize winners have these thoughts. I can't do this. And so I don't ever think there's a full eliminating of imposter syndrome. There's just a recognition of it. And you treat it like the best way I can describe it is you start to treat it like a little buddy. And you're like, oh, hey, little buddy. This, you're here again. Okay, you're nervous. Let's soothe you a little bit. Let's do some EFT tapping. And then we're still going to move along. I've made too many mistakes. Oh, yeah. I'm too sensitive. I'm not good at dealing with manipulative people. Yeah, all the politics can be real. Pain in my ribs. Shallow breathing. Okay. Tight shoulders. Okay, thank you. Lots of great material for us to work with. Okay, and then... Um, now we kind of want to go in the opposite direction. What would you rather be thinking? And it doesn't have to be like, I'm, I'm exceedingly confident all the time and everything is wonderful, but more like it's possible I could do this. Right. Or you can be like, I'm exceedingly confident. You can have that thought <laughs> ways you would rather be feeling. Would you rather feel light open to possibility? How would you want your body to feel? And what would you rather believe about yourself? So all or any of these, just drop whatever is kind of coming to mind. I'm welcome here. Yeah, I'm capable. I can figure it out. I have valuable ideas and information to contribute. Yes, you do. I know enough as I am today to help somebody confident and relaxed. These are so good, right? And just a tip, you may just want to write these down for yourself in a notepad. And sometimes as simple as putting it on a post-it note and a sticky on your computer monitor can be like actually exceedingly helpful. <laughs> yeah. And so I'd love to hear a couple more about how you'd like to um, feel in your body. Cause it's always good to kind of address some body feelings. I am qualified. Soft, flexible. People are supported, encouraged, or inspired by my leadership. That's a post-it one for sure. Yeah. Comfortable in my own skin. Beautiful. Thank you guys so much. These are so good. So cut, cut and paste anybody's. You might see things that somebody else said and you want to jot them down, right? I, I really think putting it on post-its on your computer monitor or like at your desk in front of you is an underrated, like easy hack. Just a reminder. It's like a kind, it's like your prefrontal cortex, nervous system regulated voice talking to you. Okay. So this is kind of how it all works tonight. So I just said music, dancing, silly animal stories, EFT on four points. So I'm going to stop my share so I can explain some of this to you. Um, let's see what, yeah, I trust myself. I love that. Okay. And I, I may not use every single thing that you guys said tonight. It doesn't mean it wasn't a good sentence. I just kind of go with the flow of whatever I, I noticed and grab and what feels right. So don't worry if if I don't like use your sentence in the script. It doesn't mean anything. Okay. So as we're doing this tonight, the way, the best way I've, at least I've been able to find to describe how EFT works and the way that I'm going to teach it is that we 
get a little bit in um, loops of thinking, right? We'll have these thoughts over and over again. I'm going to be found out, right? Everyone knows better than I do. I'm not qualified. And those are well-worn neural pathways in our brain that we're kind of just thinking on automatic loop, right? Um, And they come up. Our nervous system, so to back up even until last night, our nervous system will get triggered by a circumstance. That is normal. That is out of our control. Given our history, our wounding, our threat detector will go up. An automatic nervous system uh, defensive state will come up. And that actually sparks thoughts. You know, in the nervous system world, there's a saying that our stories reflect our states. And so you'll have different qualities of thoughts when you're regulated than if you're in flight or fawn or freeze or um, fight. So then those thoughts, because it just kind of goes in a loop. Circumstance happens that's specific to our triggers. Nervous system state goes into activation. Thoughts start coming and then groove and groove and groove in our brain and create neural pathways. Those thoughts create feelings in our body, fear, heaviness, my the chest gets tighter, right? Um, and then what happens is that cycle just continues on. So when I do silly stuff tonight, like get you to dance, or I tell you a ridiculous sounding animal story that belongs in a children's book, or I ask you to do a drawing, what I'm doing hopefully is called pattern interrupts. And the way that I teach EFT is using and leaning on these pattern interrupts. Because what's happening is your brain is ready to go down the slide of, um, I haven't earned this, the repeated thought that you've thought 100,000 times before. And I'm like, look over there, there's an octopus. And your brain is like, "Mm." and so there's a little bit of a chain break there right? And then we tap through it. And so there's a method to the madness. And even though it may feel a little silly and cheesy, um, it's one of the best ways I've found to do pattern interrupts. So you can do this at home too. If you ever do EFT on yourself, you can watch a funny video on TikTok and laugh. You can get up and dance to a song. You can create, you can get up and tidy the counter. You can create your own pattern interrupts when you notice a thought beginning to loop. Um, But tonight, this is how we're going to do it. Okay, so what we do tonight is we uh, will go through a script. Some of the scripts will be me telling you a story. Some of the scripts will be you repeating a words back to me, and you're all on mute, so it's totally fine. Nobody can hear you. And we'll be tapping on four points. So if you've ever done EFT before or afterwards, if you Google EFT videos on YouTube, you'll see a style of EFT that often starts with tapping on the side of your hand. And then we'll move to uh, eight other different points on your face and torso. And I'm just going to tap quickly through them, collarbone, underarm, top of head. Tonight, what I do is called faster EFT, and we tap only on four points. So tap along with me as I show you these four points. Above the eyebrow. Side of the eye. Under the eye. Collarbone. And then I'll often ask you to squeeze your wrist just like this. Take a deep breath. Blow it out gently. And we'll cycle through like that. Okay, so I think we're going to get started. Um, But I need to do a sound check first because the way like I have this set up is I can't like play good audio on my computer and send it through Zoom. So I have to use my phone. So let me know, can you hear this song? We could just drop the yes in the chat room. Julie says no. Hmm. Let me see if I can change. Some of the speakers and if we can't get music, we'll just get up and do jumping jacks. We're not going to make it a problem. But thank you for letting me know, because I would have looked pretty dumb otherwise being like dance to this hollow note song and you'd be like, I'm hearing nothing. 
I'll try one more time. And if we can't get it to work, then we'll just do uh, movement without songs. Rad. Okay, cool. Now, it's not going to be the finest audio production, but we're going to work with it. So thanks all for letting me know. And thanks for that tip. Okay. Live performance audio. Okay, I'll have to try that in the future. But tonight, we're going to kind of just hack it with my phone. Um, Rad. Okay. Are you guys ready to try this? You can be off camera. Nobody can see you. I can't see you. Um, I'm not going to be able to get up and dance just because of the way my chair is set up, but I'm going to like do my best. Okay. So where we want to start is we want to bring imposter syndrome forward and we want to feel it intensely in our bodies. So if you can think of a specific time or simply the general feeling in the past or the recent past, um, or even just as, as recent as today that you were feeling imposter syndrome, bring that forward. And I want you to make it real in your mind. And before we start, um, I'd like to know if you had to rank it on a scale of one to 10, 10 being you're feeling it extremely strong. Maybe there's a pit in your stomach or you're feeling some panic in your chest. That would be a 10 or one, like you can barely feel it. What number do you feel it at? What number would you rank it at? Pit and stomach, eight, says Carly. Seven, seven, and there's no right or wrong number, right? Seven or eight. This is really just for your assessment. And if you don't want to share in the chat room, that's fine. It kind of just gives us a baseline. Like, are we effectively moving the imposter syndrome out? So as we go through the rounds of tapping, um, I'll also ask you to keep feeling the sensation. So I want you to, the thing is when you bring it forward really strongly in your, in your body and you remember kind of all the worst and tough parts, and then I'm like, boom, tap, dance, it actually clears up a little bit faster. So as we go through the tapping, I'll also ask you after each round, are you feeling it more, less, same, or neutral? And sometimes you feel it more. And sometimes you feel it a little bit less. And sometimes you feel it a lot less. Um, and whatever you feel tonight is totally fine. So, okay. So let's go ahead and get started. So bring forward this time of imposter syndrome, the feeling in your body. Maybe the shallow breathing or the pit in your stomach. Maybe you feel a curving in your shoulders, wanting to shrink. The shame, the fear, I'm not qualified, I haven't earned it. Notice where it is in your body and feel it strong as possible. And then I want you to put your chin up and start tapping on the front of your eyebrow. And this time you're just going to listen to me tell you a story about an octopus. There was an octopus named Gary who was hired by the shoe company DSW to be in a national TV campaign, side of your eye. The reason that they hired an octopus for their shoe campaign is they figured, hey, this octopus has eight tentacles. That means we can showcase eight different shoes under your eye. So they put so many shoes on there. First was a flip-flop. Second was a running shoe. Third was a high heel. Fourth was a hiking boot. Fifth was a Christian Louboutin. <laughs> Sixth was a, was a fuzzy slipper. Seventh was, was a croc. And tapping on your collarbone now, what I'd like for you to answer and drop in the chat room is what do you think the eighth shoe that they put on the octopus in the TV ad for DSW was? So drop that in the chat room. And then I want you to get up and let's get dancing for just a few minutes. 
It might seem crazy. A moccasin. Uh, yeah. A high heel, sandals, <laughs> tennis shoes. Excellent. So just get up and when you're dancing, it doesn't have to look pretty. We're just kind of like shake, 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 shake energy off. Yep. Okay. Now go ahead and come back to your seat. Squeeze your wrist. Take a deep breath in. Whatever you do, don't think about an octopus wearing Birkenstocks. And I want you to go back and check the sensation. What number would you rank it? Is it more, just one missed, is it more, less, same, or neutral, if you had to guess? Just notice for yourself, if you can, if you'd like, you can drop it in the chat room. Carly says less. Yeah. And it's normal if it's a little bit more or if it's the same. That's fine, too. Yeah. And let me take a moment to say here, um, I find EFT very effective for myself and for a lot of highly sensitive people. And there's nothing wrong with you if tonight it doesn't feel like it moves the dial. It just may not be your thing. It doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. Anne says, I'm almost gone. Excellent. Well, let's keep tapping this out. We need this imposter syndrome, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> out of here. So once again, I'm going to have you, I am once again asking you to bring forward the imposter syndrome in your body. So. Even if it feels less, try to intensify it. Remember the shame, the heaviness, the worry, the fear, the overwhelm. This is too complicated for me. Somebody's going to find out. And then this time you'll be repeating after me. Chin up, start tapping above your eyebrow. All this feeling of being a fraud. All this feeling of fear. My breathing is so shallow. I just know that everyone else is smarter than me. Side of the eye. But maybe, just maybe, it's safe to let this dissolve. I could just release this. And as I do, I notice some lightness in my body. And moving to under your eye, I think I might be welcome here. It feels safe to do what I want to do. To feel belief. To feel worth. Maybe even to feel confidence. Moving to your collarbone. I have valuable ideas and information to contribute. I'm extremely capable, actually. And I'm ready now to move forward. Leaving behind the lie that is imposter syndrome. And I want you to squeeze your wrist. Take a deep breath in. Blow it out gently. And I would like you to drop in the chat room, spell octopus backwards in the chat room, and then get up and move a little bit. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, I can barely spell octopus forwards. <laughs> you get up and move a little bit. Hopefully the music is still playing. <laughs> All right. Now come back to your chair. We'll subject you to my singing. Now, what I'd like you to do <laughs> is speed draw an octopus on a sheet of paper. And you don't have to show it, but I'm going to show my octopus to all of you. So let's do a quick draw. And don't worry, you can't be a worse drawer than I am. I can't even count. I'm like, does this thing even have... 
<laughs> Thank you, Mr. Octopus. Okay, we're going to just let that one go. If you want to show your octopus, you can share it on camera, but you don't have to. But it's just another pattern interrupt, right? So go back and check it. Are you feeling this feeling of imposter syndrome more, less, same, or neutral? And you can drop it in the chat room if that feels okay. No, no need to though. Okay. Less. Yeah. Great. So wherever you are, I feel sleepy. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. Um, you may yawn, you may burp, you may cough, you may feel sleepy. Yeah. Um, that's all normal. It's the best way I can describe it is it's energy moving. Uh, EFT really is kind of like a sweeping of your system. And so it may stir up some dust, tears. Yeah, you may cry. You may feel emotion come through. Yawning absolutely happens all the time. It's a good sign to yawn. Um, it means that that energy is is coming on through. So tears. Yeah, sending you a hug, Anne, right? Okay. So we're going to do at least a few more rounds because we got some time, which is great. Um, So I want you to go back into it. Even if it's less, even if maybe it feels almost gone, like it's like, what was that imposter syndrome? I just, I can't even remember feeling it. So grab onto whatever you can. Make it feel really strong in your body. Remembering all of the worst parts. How small it can make you feel. Times when anybody made you feel less than or like you didn't belong. And then chin up, and this time, start tapping on the front of your eyebrow, and you're going to listen to me tell you a story about a cat who wanted to start a meditation studio. So there was a cat in Brooklyn who, you know, had had some anger issues, but had discovered the power of meditation and was really digging it and feeling really good and was like, I have to talk about meditation to other cats. Other felines need this side of the eye. So this cat decided he was going to open a meditation studio exclusively for cats in his neighborhood of Brooklyn. And he was going to open it to all the cats from all over the borough and all over New York City that wanted to attend under the eye. So he found the perfect space. He got it all decorated. He got little meditation cushions for all of the cats. And the first day he opened up, there was actually a line of cats around the block who were ready to try the power of meditation, moving to your collarbone. And what I want you to drop in the chat room and take a guess at, no right or wrong answer, is what do you think the cat named his meditation studio? <laughs> so once you do that, get us and let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Her studio, Divine Feeling. Wow. This is creative people. I'm enjoying it. Okay. So if you're feeling, I really encourage you to get up and dance, even though I'm not. Just imagine taking all that crud off. Perfect present. Wow, you guys, we need to go into branding. <laughs> all right my friends you're doing so great so squeeze your wrist take a deep breath in blow it out gently and i want you to bring up a memory of a time in the past when you maybe felt momentum or confident you knew you belonged, that you were right where you were supposed to be. And even if you can't think of a specific thing, just call to mind that feeling, right? You maybe feel grounded or assured in your body. Maybe there's a warm flush of pride. Just bring that forward and squeeze your wrist one more time. Take a deep breath in. Blow it out gently. Think of a favorite dessert. And if you're not a dessert person, any food you love. Bringing to mind my mom's cheesecake. So good. Yeah. Really almost taste it if you can. Beautiful. And we'll do at least a couple more rounds, I think. 
So are you feeling it? Let me check in. Um, less, more, same or neutral. And is anybody feeling it like a four or less on the scale? If you had to rank it, throw in a number there where you're at. A one. Dang, Carly. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. So good. And even if you're like quite a bit higher, like wherever you are, still gone. Um, maybe you're still like, God, I still feel it at a seven. Nothing's wrong with you. It's just different for everybody, right? It's not better or worse to have a higher number or feel it more strongly still. Um, it's just what it is. It's just the process, right? So let's do maybe one or two more rounds. Okay. So once more, bring whatever you can forward of the imposter syndrome. Even if it's just the tiniest bit, try to intensify it in your body. The pit in your stomach, the fear, the shallow breathing in your chest. Make it as strong as possible and then chin up. Start tapping on the front of your eyebrow and this time you'll repeat after me. Maybe, just maybe. I was led here today to release this energy that no longer serves me. I'm making this decision to clear this imposter syndrome and to do it consciously. Side of your eye. I'm letting this imposter syndrome dissolve, fade away. And I'm stepping into confidence feeling comfortable in my own skin and truly starting to understand that people are supported by my leadership under the eye. I trust myself. People value my expertise and I know I have valuable ideas and information to contribute. And moving to your collarbone, maybe, just maybe. It's safe to feel energized and light. More momentum and confidence than I've had in a long time. Maybe, just maybe. I deserve it all. And I'm way more qualified than I've ever let myself believe. Tonight, I choose to clear this heaviness, any remaining stuckness, and truly step into the belief that it's safe for my desired changes to occur. Squeeze your wrist, take a deep breath in, blow it out gently. I want you to look up. Look down, look to the left, look to the right, and look in front of you. Count how many things you can see that are green. And I can see way too many. <laughs> A lot of plants in my office. Uh, right at first glance, I'm like seeing like 10, at least 10 things. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. So we'll do one more quick round and then we'll wrap up the night. I'll have room for questions too, because we might have questions. So whatever you can do to bring this final, these final scraps of this lie that is imposter syndrome, that you don't belong, that you don't know enough, that you're not as smart as anybody else, that you're not as valuable, bring it forward. Even if it's just the tiniest bit, close your eyes and think about all the worst parts, all the fear all the shame or humiliation, all the uncertainty, all the insecurity. Make it as strong as possible. And put your chin up and listen to me tell you a story about a moose who loved baseball. So there was this moose who really loved baseball. In particular, he was a Yankees fan. And he finally came from out west to New York City to go see his favorite baseball stadium and his favorite baseball team. 
side of your eye. But when he got there, he bought a Yankees hat. He was so excited to do that. But he realized, oh my God, this doesn't fit on my head over my antlers. Then he thought, I have to do something about this. (laughs) So this moose spent time hiring a designer, going to a clothing factory and crafting a Yankees baseball hat that would fit over antlers for uh, for moose, for deer, any other antlered animals <laughs> and tapping on your chest. And now when you go to baseball stadiums all across the United States, you'll see moose, deer and other antlered animals. I can't really think of any others wearing the baseball caps of their favorite teams. And squeeze your wrist, take a deep breath in. Blow it out gently. And I want you to close your eyes and gather into a ball in front of you any remainer, remaining imposter syndrome, right? Maybe it looks like a gray ball. Maybe it looks like something else. And I want you to imagine this moose with their baseball cap on swinging, teeing up to, with a bat. And they go ahead and they blast that remaining imposter syndrome with their bat over the horizon, total home run out of the stadium, and it disappears into the distance. And after you watch it disappear, I want you to bring to mind your future self, who's gone through where you are, who knows how this all works out. And I want you to picture them in front of you, and they lean into you, and they whisper in your ear, wisdom, guidance, insight that you needed to hear, a message you didn't even know you needed. And just let that sink in. And one last time, squeeze your wrist. Take a deep breath in, blow it out gently. And open your eyes and we're done with our tapping for the evening. So checking where you are, maybe you're at a four, maybe you're at a zero. Um, But I would love to hear how that was for you or any questions, right? Maybe it was extremely effective. Um, Maybe it didn't change too much and that's okay. You tried something new and that's totally fine. And while anybody shares any questions or thoughts they had, I'm going to bring up my screen one more time because I know we're almost right at the hour and I want to get you out of here on time. But what I want you to know is that we're going to be doing workshops like that that will be a little bit longer and combine some nervous system strategies in HLA. So ones that I have planned, more on imposter syndrome, visibility, asking for a raise, public speaking, overwhelm, and lots more sourced from the community. So every month I'll be asking the people in HLA what do you want to tap on this month, right? Then all of those EFT workshops will be recorded and put into an EFT library that you can revisit time and time again. Because, you know, these things come up. A lot of them run really deep, right? And so you may have made some um, really good progress on clearing imposter syndrome tonight. And I believe that it does clear a significant amount. But Maybe a new situation comes up. You feel it strongly in the new situation. You can then return to the library, to the resource of EFT that we'll have on a variety of different topics um, and use them at any time. The best metaphor that I can tell you about EFT, and I think I maybe referenced this last night, it's like taking um, a yoga class. It's great to do one yoga class, but the change that really happens compounds when you go to yoga once a week, right? A couple times a month, maybe a, maybe even a couple times a week. You start to see flexibility, you start to see change. And that's what we're doing. We're creating flexibility in our neural pathways in our brain through the process of EFT. EFT also reduces cortisol, adrenaline. It puts you into a regulated nervous system state. This is a nervous system. This is nervous system work that we did tonight too. So if you found it useful, I just want to let you know that this will be something that we use regularly. Um, in HLA. So if there's any questions I can answer for you about HLA or EFT, please drop them in the chat room. And don't forget tomorrow night, we have our final training, which is the identity of a leader. So that's going to, this is going to be more, we are going to be using our minds tomorrow night. (laughs) There will be journaling exercises. We're going to be talking about like, how do you consciously create your own identity to believe that you can be a leader? And I think it should be super fun. So I think that's it. Thank you. 
And let me just check the chat room before I let you all go for the evening. You're amazing. Yeah, I love that, Jason. Jason says, tonight it felt as though the imposter syndrome was a veil over me that can be pushed aside. I had never visualized it like that. Powerful. I'm so, so glad. And I needed to try this, says Holly. I'm so glad you tried it, right? Sometimes we just need to open our minds and our hearts to tools that feel a little intimidating or weird, and they can be really surprisingly helpful. So wonderful. So you'll get the replay of this. This is yours lifetime. So if imposter syndrome raises its head up again for you, just return to this, skip ahead to about uh, the 35 minute mark and you'll have 25 to 30 minutes of tapping that you can do on imposter syndrome anytime you need. So hopefully I'll see some of you, all of you, more of you tomorrow night. But for now, thank you so much. It's so special to tap in a group. I love it. And I just am so appreciative of you guys. So thank you. Good night. And I'll send out the replay soon. So have a good one, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for being here and being willing to try. Take good care.